Welcome to Bonehead Weekly, and James has got to go. Where are you going again to jolly old Ireland? Is that where it is? You driving yeah. there? Driving there tomorrow? No, not driving tomorrow, but yes. I'll, I'll and be then full. James and Chad both have a house full of women right now, and they've got to get back to them. Yep. That is all valid, actually. Yeah, that is yeah. oddly true. It's uh, I, on the other hand, have an M&M uh, filled with bourbon and by myself just dry-clicking this revolver to end out this year. Let's see how it ends, shall we? <laughs> It'll end just fine. I know you don't have any ammo for that revolver. Too cheap. <laughs> actually, what you're going to say is it's going to end just fine. I know you don't have the, the, the balls to do it. I wasn't going to say that. I was you weren't going to say it. I was just going to think it. I'm just thinking it in my head movies. Yeah, I know. Anyway, oh, hold on. I got to move the microphone over a little to me closer. I'm sorry. Hello. All right. So this is our end of the year review. Uh, Chad has a ton of movies that he loved this year. Tons I of movies. Tons of handful. TV shows. Yeah. I have a handful. Some are some are widely known. Some are less known. Um, but I had a good year in terms of of television and movies this year. I mean, it was... I always managed, even when I started to think, well, man, there's not a lot coming out that's worth anything. I always managed to find something yeah, that I found in, very enjoyable. Right. And then, James, who knows what you have? So do we want to start with movies? Do you mind yeah. if I go first? Because we did go a little bit of this, this on Good Movie Monday. But it, I, I, okay, let me start well, out with that. Huh? Can, can, before you get into yours, can we all three talk about one that matches all of our lists? And sure. then James, we all three probably in our top of our list is Sisu. Yeah, it was really good. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It's good. Know, it's, it's quite enjoyable. James was the first to find it, and he, like I had been dying to see it, and he let me borrow his copy, and I it was way more than I ever thought it would be. It's at the top of my list. It's it's. I think it's James. Is it your number one? Yeah, yeah, probably. I yeah. mean, I mean, just because here's the deal, and I said this on Good Movie, uh, more, uh, yeah, Good Movie Monday. If you like John Wick, but you think, hey, maybe some of those people that John Wick killed deserve, we don't know the side, their side of the story. They were just trying to get some money. They were trying to support their. The good thing about Sisu is. I don't feel bad for anyone he killed. I don't care how brutally he killed them because they're Nazis. They're Nazis. And I don't have to think about their backstory. I don't have to be concerned about them because they're not. And on top of that, they don't even try to make them apologetic in any way, right? They are out and out horrible people that are doing the scorched earth because they're losing. Because they're, you know, and so... I, it's why it worked for me uh, on a unparalleled level. Well, yeah, they're not yeah. even dedicated to. Oh, and I can't believe I'm saying this. Let me. I I don't mean this. And they're not even dedicated to their own cause. No, no, they 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 realize they have lost, and they they are abusive to women. They are, and and I mean, quite frankly, they don't care about Sisu till they realize he has something they want. No, right. So no. they're not, they're not, and so yeah, it's why the movie works so well for me is I want him to kill every single one of those people in the most brutal way possible from the word go. And when they do something that makes it even more John Wickie, I'm like, no, kill him even harder. 
<laughs> and it just works that much better. And it's it's so it's one of those movies that I didn't get tired of watching. I've watched it about three more times now. And it, it's honestly just like, no, let those let's kill them. Kill them. Yeah. Wipe, their, wipe them from the earth. And the fact that, and I, this isn't overly a spoiler, but if you want a movie that's very dialogue driven, this is not your film. Because he really doesn't have much to say or really anything to say until what the last three minutes? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, until he gets to the, the spoiler alert till the till the bank, really. Yeah, until he gets what till he gets what he has and gets it safe safely to where he wants it to go. He doesn't say anything because he is that is his purpose. He's he, a man he is going to get there and he is going to make it work and he is it's boy, it's gonna work. Yep. Yeah. So Joe, go ahead. Well, I, what I was going to say is, is, and please out there, I'm pretty sure I've said this before. Everything we ever talk about is completely subjective. And I don't believe truthfully or truly in my soul, there's a best of anything, especially when it comes to movies, TV, or well, art. Right. There is I was gonna say, and, and I was going to say, there's been a recent, I just want to chime in here. There's been a recent pushback also against this idea of the worst of list. And mm -hmm. I also agree with that because as we've said before, you know, we've made a couple short films and as I will defend those short films till I die, you may not like them. And there's parts of them that we don't like and we made them. Yeah. But that being said, because we went, well, if we would have had a budget or if we had this or, or talent, but, but my argument is the worst of anything, man of the hands of fate is a terrible film, but it exists it does. and it, it has some ideas. They're not perfectly executed. They didn't have a budget, and the director wasn't a director. Right. But the concept is actually kind of interesting if you just look at the concept. So I, I so anyway, this pushback recently about worst of list, I will also agree with going listen, it may not be your cup of tea, but it might keep somebody else from dry clicking that revolver that Joe has. It well, might. And I got news for you. I am going to mention two that I really didn't care for. I am going. To, oh, and yeah, I was you about can, to say, but, but yeah. other people may love it. And I yeah. respect that. Yeah, no, are, that's fine with me. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I, James, you're right. But there's some shitty movies out there and there's no accounting for taste. And you're right. So there's no such thing as best. So when people ask me and I get it, and especially in the convention, you meet people. It's like, what's your favorite movie? And it's, I should just lie to them. But every time I go, well, I don't know. Have you ever seen? And then you start just rambling different things. And it depends on if you catch me in on a, on a date. We've all talked about this. Yeah. And, so and when I, I, I will always tell a movie that I really love. But again, I, it's not the best movie. It's just these are movies that I find enjoyable. Right. So when I start my list, this is in no particular order. I had to watch a shit ton of horror films this year because of Scarefest, which I don't mind. I do love horror films. I don't think they're my favorite genre, but I do love them. And they just make a lot more of them than they do dark fantasy and comedies, which I also love. So I, so when I do my list, I am just here to say that these are in no particular order as far as the best ones. Same here. I just don't know that there is anything that is one. But one of the ones that really, really made me happy because it was so creative and it was not in theaters and it came out on Hulu in September is no one will save you about a lady with the movie has no dialogue about an alien invasion. No one will save you. And, and, and we wonder why the town hates the lady. 
We find out all the reasons why the town hates the lady as we go through the movie. On top of this poor woman who no one will talk to is fighting what? An alien invasion. Did either one of you bother to watch it? I never, I've heard no. about it and I haven't got to see it. It, it, it. So one of my critiques for a lot of movies and people who listen to me on Scarefest know this is I often think, geez, this would have been fine as a 24 minute short film or as an episode or something, especially when it comes to horror films, some of them are just even at 80 or 90 minutes. They have, they've pulled, they've pulled the tether. You know, that's the reason the twilight zone works so well. It's like, Oh man, it's 20 some minutes. It's in and out. It's a morality play or a morality tale or whatever. This is one of those. that takes a specific episode of the twilight zone and makes it longer and makes it work because of the backstory to the woman. And I don't want to give it away because if you've never seen it, check it out. It's similar in the sense of another alien invasion movie that James and I both liked that came out on Paramount last year. What was the name of that one, James, with the husband and wife? Significant Other. Significant Other with a wonderful twist. It was a wonderful twist, remember? Yeah. And and I, I enjoyed the hell out of that one. This one is not so much a twist as much as you just get invested in the lady and the actress. I didn't look her up the place fantastic acting all around to be able to convey that much emotion. Is it a great movie? Absolutely not. But for streaming, a lot of the shit that we watch sucks and that one didn't suck. It was, it was well-made and I enjoyed it. Next. Um, I'll go, man there. So it's hard for me to figure, but yeah, I'll just go with, I'm kind of going uh, through my list, Chad, as I randomly see them. That's the reason why. Yeah. I'm going dream scenario. Uh, the first one I'm going to mention with Nicolas Cage. Um, it's it's such an, a unique movie in terms of, of the plot of there's this man who wants to be great, but he's basically a nobody. He's kind of annoying. Not a whole lot of people care for him. Um, but he strives to be great. One day, he literally starts... Why do I, every time I say literally, can somebody just just slightly across the head he just starts showing up in people's dreams mm -hmm. and he he doesn't do anything significant he's just there and suddenly it goes worldwide and he becomes this big uh popular figure of who is this man why is he in my dreams and he's just feeding off of it and of course then there's a there's a twist that i won't spoil mm-hmm but it's Nicolas Cage doing another amazing role. He is carrying this movie from beginning to end. There's some talented people in it, not 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 bashing them, but Nicolas Cage's performance is just so like focused and amazing as he plays this like kind of sniveling little guy who just wants more than what he's worth. And it did. I went to the theater and saw it, and it just draw. It drew me in from beginning to end, and I really, really enjoyed it. And you know, we had this conversation with our our pals on Good Movie Monday about how you know you never know what Nicolas Cage you're going to get, and you know you had Dream Scenario, which is this amazing film that he's in, and then you have the Retirement Plan, also from 2023, which yeesh, <laughs> yeah, was very low budget, very poorly acted, which. <laughs> And it had some amazing people in it, but yeah, Dream Scenario with Nicolas Cage was just phenomenal. And I would encourage anybody who hasn't seen it because it kind of just kind of it came in and then just slowly drifted out without a whole lot of 
um, publicity. Uh, seek it out. Check it out. It's a it's a really great film. All right, James. What's your you next? You know, I, I brought this up on Good Movie Monday, and I think I'll echo it here because I went into this film with such low expectations. I needed a distraction, quite frankly. Uh, it could have been a video of, of two kittens batting around a ball of yarn, and I would have been like, yeah, that's what I want. But I've got to bring up again, Dungeons & Dragons struck a happy middle ground for me. It, I enjoyed it. I just wish it, there were more dragons. Yeah, uh, but it shouldn't have worked. It had just enough nods to the actual game yep. without being blo- bogged down by it. But the thing about it that worked, I realized, and it actually goes back to a comment you made, Joe, not the one about my mother or the other one about my mother or that third thing you said about my mother. I like talking about your mom, dude. Anyway, but the point being, um, there's not many comedies left. There isn't. And and it's not a comedy per se. But it's a fun movie. Those directors also gave us a movie called Game Night, which is also extremely enjoyable film. I don't know that Mm -hmm. I'd tell anybody to break your neck to go see it. No. Jason Bateman. Yeah. 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 Rachel McAdams. Yeah. It's a fun movie that I really enjoyed when I I saw it. And I will say this. Dungeons and Dragons isn't going to reset your view of cinema. It's not going to change the way you view the world. What it did do, and I think is very key, is the more I think about it, it pulled a clue. Mm -hmm. Adapting a board game or a tabletop game or RPG or what have you to a film is a dicey proposition. But if you're going to do it, you have to do it with a certain approach. And they found the approach. Mm-hmm. Dungeons and Dragons has been adapted into several different things. Nowhere near as good as this one. And, and you know, and people have tried and talented people have tried. This one was fun. It had tongue in cheek, but it, it still kept that together. So. Yeah. So me next up. Uh, yep. What I want to say is, oh, but this keeps catching my eye every time I'm listening to him because I heard it tongue in cheek and the whole nine yards and I need to just turn it off. It keeps catching my eye. Sorry, it was just the television was over there. Um, what I was going to say was this is a movie that I finally watched by myself. It came out in the first of the year and I should have known I'd love it because everything Ben Affleck is direct has been good. Did you guys watch Air? I couldn't give two shits about basketball. I couldn't give even more two shits about the NBA. And I damn sure don't give two, three, four good shits about fucking basketball shoes. Yeah, I Or do I even it. care a goddamn about Michael Jordan? That being said, this movie is so damn watchable. You get so into it. It's so incredibly well made. The performance are exciting. You're pulling for him and it's all, and you know the story. You know the story. You know how it works. And Air is one of the best made movies I'd see. I don't know why I didn't bring it up on Good Movie Monday other than it was 3 a.m. and I was out of my mind talking about West Virginia being part of Kentucky. <laughs> right? I, yeah, I never, I never saw it. It is so good, Chad. It is, once again, Ben Affleck is such a talented director. Yeah, no. I wish there. he would make more movies. I, I, because he's such a talented director, 
And I, I just enjoyed every minute of it. Matt Damon's fantastic in it. Matt Damon is one of those people whom I really enjoy, but I often think he's miscast in a lot of different things. Uh, for example, I love Ridley or... Scott's The Last Duel, but I thought he was miscasting that. What were you saying? Chad, Chad? froze. Chad's froze. Chad's froze. Okay. Well, while he's talk while he's still frozen, he's going to come back. Oh, there you uh, are. You were froze uh, up. Sorry. He's what back and saying? he has a combination to the air shield. What were you saying? I wasn't saying I wasn't saying anything. Yeah, you you said something, then you went. He said, "Am I froze or did he finish freezing?" Okay, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I highly recommend Air. Once again, just Jason Bateman's in it. Just everybody's amazing, and I, once again, you know how the damn story ends. Everybody owns a pair of Air Jordans. Well, I've never. I I don't even actually think I ever owned a pair of Air Jordans. I may not have. Damn. But I do know people who collect them. I know I work with people who are my age and older who have an extensive shoe collection, sneaker collection. And I know that they love these things. It just if you get a chance, watch it. James, are you froze too? No, am I? No, just Chad's froze again. Huh? Hmm. Wonder why. I don't know. Should we go ahead and skip to you since he's frozen? Yeah, I mean, I guess I can talk about something. You know, something I truly enjoyed in 2023, and I didn't drugs. know. Didn't know. No, I can't afford them. You know what Heroin. I mean. Uh, that's also a drug, Jed or Joe or who I am. You I don't know. Obviously, I'm on are drugs. on heroin. And now, by the way, Barbara, another shout out to Barbara, our new, one of our newer fans, I was telling you about. If you've not been on YouTube, she's been commenting on all the reviews and different things. Uh, she says that when you and I go at it, it's like Chad's trying to keep us on track. And I never thought of it that way. That we're the two loose cannons. Really? I never really? thought I mean, of that probably, ever way. It's probably fair because Chad, he is the law. He is the he's, law. He's the judge dread. Uh, oh, no, the judge is back. Uh, yeah, anyway. He's uh, connecting to audio, so we're all good. He no, we're, I'm here. He's a oh, he's crap. Fuck. <laughs> Hey, apparently, apparently Zoom was updating along with an unstable internet connection where I'm at, and also Zoom crashed at the same time while it was updating. Are you going to have to update your laptop again, James? No, <laughs> I'm fine. No, I'm fine. <laughs> old Once again, heroin. Old faithful here. Uh, so is it me or is yes, it Yes, James, you keep finishing your story since well, we had to Chad. Uh, so something that I really enjoyed that I honestly was afraid heroin. of. Um because I I didn't want it to take away from the original because I love the original so much. You and love that first it. shot of sweet, sweet dragon juice. Um, really? Dragon juice? Uh, Gen B. I didn't know how Gen B was going to go. Oh, Gen wait, we're B? going to TV? Well, I am because that's the next. I, I didn't put them in any order, folks. I haven't watched it yet. Oh, my God. It's good. I think the reason way to I break, like way it, to break the 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 system, James. I, dude, I didn't have a lot of. We did Sisu and we did Dungeons and Dragons, and I had Dungeons and Dragons. I didn't get to see a ton of films, and the ones I did see, I could nitpick apart. So I, I'm I'm letting them go. Um, but no, Gen V. So y'all talk about films all you want. Gen V. Thank you. I, I love. I think because it didn't. I mean, it it obviously exists in the same world as the boys. But I've got to give them their uh, as uh, as a uh, one of our listeners would like to say 
I have to give them their flowers because <laughs> they manage to do to to exist in that world and change just enough of it and still surprise me. Because the boys has done a lot to where you're like, I know where this is going. I know, you know, oh, they're going to go through that whale. They're going to do X, Y, and Z. He's going to do this. But I must admit, Gen V, Joe, if you don't want any spoilers, uh, Gen V in the first episode, when she accidentally... La, 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 kills, la. When she accidentally kills her parents... Because no, she, I still heard you! Uh, because she has her first monthly visitor. Like a milkman? Yeah, yeah. The milkman comes and kills her parents, and that turns out to be linked to her powers. Well, that's kind of weird. And then the fact that I also like it because it shows the negative side effects of having powers, right? I mean, the other ones, you see a lot of social commentary in the boys, which is all good. But like the character that can shrink, but what she has to do to be able to shrink, right? And all those different things. It's a much more almost nuanced and tragic set of character than we ever got in the boys. The boys mm-hmm. is great social commentary. Gen V is a great commentary over, you know, why we and and because they are younger, there's a lot of should we how should we feel about their parents? How should we feel about there's a lot more of that are these people can these people even be heroes coming from where they come from? And the people that made them who they are. So no Gen V is is I, I didn't I didn't know I'd like it, but it's a different type of like than the boys. Um, yeah. I will watch both ad nauseum. All right, Chad. Back, back to me. All right, so we're going back to movies. <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't get to watch a lot of movies. Um, <laughs> I've, been star- I've been starring in a lot of them. They're not films that you people will see, but so I like watching. I like I like rubbing one out to some some pale male. I mean, what? Yeah, I'm huge in grow. Croatia. Oh, you're not that huge. Does this air in Croatia? I don't want those people to call me It airs wherever they want us. So another movie I really liked uh, was Totally Killer. I really... No, 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 I wanted to, and I liked parts of it, and that's. I think I told you, it's one where I was like, oh, this felt like they left so much comedy on the floor. I don't know why. Yeah, and that was the problem. That was my main issue with it, was it was supposed to be a horror comedy, and I thought there was enough comedy in it to keep me entertained. But yeah, there, there were parts where there could have been a little bit more comedy than what was there, but I just genuinely enjoyed the, the, the story of like a girl who's going back in time to stop a serial killer. And the fact that they somehow weirdly created the time machine that makes no plausible sense. None. (laughs) They don't even bother. They don't even bother to explain it, but in which I like that part. In def- well, I was about to say, in defense of them, I will de- defense of you and them, even with their gobbledygook of trying, it somehow, because of the performances, works that you was like, yeah, I don't give a shit. Yeah. So I will, I am defending yeah. them in that movie, it, in, that, I, I in mean, that world. Yeah. That's one of, that's one of those things about time travel movies that always, you know, it, it just tunes me out of the fact that they have to spend a good five to 10 minutes just telling you how time travel works and, it's just filler. We don't need to. It's going to happen one way or another. It's like it's escapism. Hot time machine. Yeah, they just don't need that. It just happens. Just yeah, happens. it just happens. Um, but yeah, and I love the, the 
my main thing that I enjoyed, enjoyed about it is they were trying to create the next Michael Myers or Jason Voorhees, but all they did was rip off Max Hedrum. Yeah, it, he really <laughs> is. And I don't even know that I thought about it until maybe you pointed it out. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I really enjoyed the movie. It was just it was just dumb fun. It was, it was kind of like the it's not it, it's right up there with the, the weirdness of Happy Death Day for me. Uh yeah, I think I liked Happy Death Day more and yeah. Happy Death Day to me. And I and it's nothing against the lady. She she was great in Mad Men, but that 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 girl in Happy Death Day, I don't know. She just that perfect casting. Yeah. Um so yeah, I I just wanted to mention Totally Killer because again, it's one of those movies that I don't think people talk about a lot that had came out this year. Um that I really enjoyed. So Joe, oh. go on to you. Okay. So when I was going back through and I was almost at 200, I got to a movie that I was, man, I can't believe I hadn't thought of this. And once again, don't know why I hadn't mentioned it before, but once I had to watch a lot of horror films this year because of Scarefest. But this one, it's M. Night Shyamalan's best movie in years, A Knock at the Cabin. Made my daughter cry. I I I really liked it. I liked how it played out. I liked that there wasn't all the twist ending. I liked that he stuck to his guns, right, for what yeah. they were coming to do and how it... Well, I don't want to give too much away. If I talk about it, it, it gives too much of it away. I liked how he stuck to his guns of both sides have a good point. Yeah. Yeah. And... Jesus, yeah, I don't, I, yeah, I, I, it, it, don't get me wrong. Once again, this is by no means the best movie that came out this year, but it was the best movie I have seen by M. Night Shyamalan in a long damn time. I agree. When I gave you that look when you said M. Night Shyamalan, because I was like, wait, what did he do this year? Um, so yeah, I forgot about that yet. one. It didn't, it didn't hit me in the way that, you know, it just, it didn't really stick out to me for this year. The only thing that really stuck out to me this year that, and uh, I mean, in that movie that really, I really enjoyed was Rupert, Rupert Gint, Grint. How do you say his name, guys? He is great in it, but so is Dave yeah. Batista. He, he, well, has I, yeah, he really was too. Sp- yeah. But the fact, that- the fact when they, when they cover his face and he's just like, you know, he's just having a full on meltdown about because of what's getting ready to happen to him. Uh-huh. I was really invested in that one scene. I was like, he's doing an amazing job. Yeah, these two dads go with their daughter to the cabin in the woods, and these these people who we think are, well, they are religious zealots, in a sense. Yeah. In a sense, they are. Uh, are coming to do something that none of them want to do to save the world. Right. That's the story. And he lets it play out. Yeah, he did a good job with that. I agree with you. I, by the I, way. Let, and it's, ba- by the way, it is based on previous material. The Cabin at the End of the World, 2018 horror novel, Bram Stoking winning, a Bram Stoker winning horror novel by Paul Tremblay. And I haven't read it, but I want, thank you, James. Thank you. Because that's where I was going to end this with of best movie directed by him, but the source material, whatever that plot is, I don't know what he changed. I hopefully he didn't change anything. Um, I'll be honest. I haven't seen the film. Well, My if daughter he, if, did. If, and if he cried. went the same, if he went the same approach as he did with the last Airbender, he changed quite a bit. Uh, the my daughter ended up crying, but I can tell you the book. Lee, I'll just say it this way: not spoil the film. Um, 
I hope, unless you know much about, but um, it's uh, it ends with the, the the couple deciding to stay together. Yeah. Okay. That All right. So he didn't change it from the book. That at least so, he didn't change the ending. So unplain judgment call. James, if you have no movies, do you just want me and Joe to go through our movies and then we switch to TV, or do you want to keep going into your I TV? Do. I mean, I've got tons of TV because there's a lot of stuff I actually really like. So, all right, well, let's I hold off on TV so we can all go to that conversation. Then, if you're okay with that, I don't care. Do what you want. All right, what Joe, uh, you you just you just went. Yeah. All right. Um, again, I'm going to do a, a more obscure one um, because I'm holding off on what my favorite movie of the year was. Um, I really like the French movie "Smoking Causes Coughing." Yeah. I saw it on some lists because I was trying to think of movies I did see, and because I did see some in the theater this year, but. None that really, it's, I mean, none but the obvious ones that really uh, turned me so. But I saw that on a couple lists, and I was like, oh, I need to see that. So tell me about it, it is, Ted. So it is such a weird film of these. Are, there's a superhero group who dresses like Power Rangers, really cheap-looking Power Rangers, if you can believe it, because the Power Rangers are cheap-looking. Um, and each one of them has a superpower of a, a chemical that's in a cigarette. <laughs> They go and they go and fight kaijus and other monsters. And eventually the leader of their team, which is a horny drugged up rat puppet. Yeah. Tells them that they need to take a break that he can tell that they're, they're, they're having a, they're having issues. So he sends them on a retreat. And then that's where the movie begins because it's just these, these superheroes on a retreat in the woods, telling each other different horror stories, scary stories to entertain themselves as time passes by. <laughs> and it's, that's all it is. And, and, you know, some of the stories that they're telling are kind of like, meh. But there is an amazing story that one of them tells about a woman whose nephew gets stuck in a wood chipper. Yeah. And guys, that's all I'm going to tell you. You have to watch it to see what happens next. I could not stop laughing during the whole scene. It's so ridiculously stupid and entertaining that it made my list just for that that one segment of the movie. Plus the the, the their boss, which is this rat puppet, who is having an affair with all the females in the group. <laughs> and he's like he's like the he's like got stuff coming out of his mouth. He's got one weird eye. It's just absolutely absurd. Um, but you can, uh, if you're curious uh, for listeners who want to see this weird little French film, it is on Hulu um, for streaming. Uh, again, it is smoking causes co uh, smoking causes coughing. Did I get? Or, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I highly recommend that. Joe, do you got any other ones? Oh, I've got a ton. Um, James, you were talking about stuff that made you feel better. Yeah. This is not a great movie, but it made me feel better. And I, we, I saw it with Chad because James was out of the country and we went, I don't know, Chad, on Friday, Friday, Saturday, yeah. I don't remember. And we stopped. Uh, it, was and a, got, it, was a, it was a Friday, I believe. We stopped and got some cheap candy at the dollar store and went and snuck it in. And, uh, my dad, <clears throat> And I'm lucky to still have my dad. I know my two best friends don't have theirs, so I'm not trying to get too serious. But my dad had a major stroke in, in April, and this has been a shitty year for a multitude of reasons, but that'd probably be one of the worst. And it was an hour and 40 minutes 
of exactly what I wanted from an Evil Dead movie. And I know, yep. James, it didn't hit you in the in the feels, nope, and that's okay. But I think Chad and I both agreed of, yep, whatever yep. that is, that's an Evil Dead movie, and it, it was it, loved it. Loved it. Was it, on, it it's it was, not as good as it's not as good as the Squeakquel remake, whatever they want to call it. I don't Squeakquel. Did you say Squeakquel? Yeah, yeah I like saying Squeakquel. It's not as good as that. It's not as good as probably the three other ones. But is it a good Evil Dead movie? Absolutely. It's Absolutely. exactly everything I wanted. And what Sam Raimi does, and I'm pretty sure from what I can ascertain, it's not him. It's not Rob Tappert that's picking them. Sam Raimi's picked these last two directors. And I did go back and watch Lee Cronin's film, uh, Hole in the Floor, Hole in the Woods, or whatever it's called. It's not bad. It's an Irish film about. And James, you probably really like it. Seriously. Oh, is that the one about um, the the fairies or the the there? Yeah, the take over the kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The abduction. I, of the kid. I, I, I didn't know actually, anything yeah. about it when I started watching it, so yes. that would be my yes. Don't know anything about it. It's not superb, and after watching it, I was still. No, like, but it's a vision. It's a vision. It has a vision. He has a vision, and, and I was watching. But after I watched it, I was like, hmm. Well, he's yeah. He went on. And so Evil Dead Rise was. Um, I wouldn't say magical, but it was just so much fun. Yeah, and it was. Can fun. I do two? Can I do two? Two really yeah, quick. Well, can, can can before, before you yeah. before you move into that one, but James, go ahead and I'll. I'll well, I want to chime in real quick. It's not that I don't want anybody to come after me. He had Evil Dead Rise. Burn him! Burn him! There's other reasons to burn me, but I think my the fact that he doesn't have enough movies to cover our topic. The, no, I well I, we're a pop culture. <laughs> well, that podcast, is a fucking a witch, but sure. Let's stick with that. I, I do weigh as much as a duck. A very fat cirrhosis having duck. But anyway, <laughs> um, uh, no, my issue with with it honestly is the first three quarters of it, I had a blast. I did. My problem is the last bit of it because it tries to be too much of the other Evil Dead movies. The chainsaw pops up, and I'm not spoiler, I guess. It's I mean, it's not the same thing. And it, it becomes some of it is fan service. It yeah, does yeah. become, and that to me, I was like, you could have done. It was so, I mean, none of it's completely original because it does build off the original and it, it does it so well. It does do it well. He but the does last it in a different dimension. The last 15 minutes, so I was like, and there's a chainsaw. Oh, and that's going to come on. Okay. And it's just, I'll be honest, that opening hook got me and I was along for the ride. And then right at the end, it was like, seen it before i actually kind of well, like it and two things about I, my counter argument is the two things about it is that you kind of have to have a chainsaw yeah it's like texas chainsaw with a battle but line. but i think the, the 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 like the scene that actually got me it's in the trailer i don't think i'm spoiling anything like that grater yeah yeah it's fantastic and like the 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 eating glass yeah scene all of that was doing i'm like oh that's like the eating glass scene made me think of Oculus. It's been done before, but I'm like, oh, that is, and that response for what are you doing? I mm. have to eat the glass to that. I was like, oh, kill the t yeah in the tummies, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, that's, and I wanted that, and that once you give me that, you can't take that back from me. Or I'm like, yeah. wow, three and, things, yeah, that lady's performance, mm -hmm. yeah, no. No, none of the acting uh, it worked it worked he didn't spare a damn one mm -hmm. right and three he just got it yeah he changed yep. it and still got it 
Yeah. 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 Sorry, Chad. No, no, I was just. He understood the assignment. I agree with that. No, yeah, I'm with Joe. Everything Joe said, I agree with. The only thing I had a problem with when that movie is um, I used to look forward to movie trailers to see what the, just to see how things were going. But as I've gotten older, I'm like, I don't care to see a trailer at all. If it's something that I'm interested in, I will see it. Um, And I had refused to see the Evil Dead Rises trailer. I would not watch it. Um, until I went to a theater and it was shown on me and I hated, I wanted to go to the marketing company and smack the hell out of them because they told the whole story in a two minute trailer. Yeah. Um, It would have been nice to know which sister it would have been nice to have not known which sister. Yeah. And, and as the, um, as the movie progressed, I'm like, Oh, because I knew who all bought it. Yeah. Because the trailer tells you and I'm like, Oh, well, okay. And 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 it's not the most creative movie on earth. Right. I, James is absolutely right. It is a solid B Evil Dead movie. Right. Yeah. It is a solid B Evil Dead movie. But that's that was what made Evil for Dead... Max streaming that turned out to be better than it should have been, and then right. made more money than every other Evil Dead movie. But in a way, that's what Evil Dead should be. Yes. And I, uh, yeah, I, I, it was on my list, so now I don't have to say it because Joe said it for me. Um, but now, Joe, is it the best you, movie? I want you all to know out there listening, it was one of the best. Mo- it was I was sitting with one of my best friends. It was, and I didn't think about something, and I smiled, and we both laughed. We both yeah. laughed several times I, that night. Actually, Joe, you you did remind me of one more movie that I should mention. So if you oh, chat, go you to, please okay. go. I for the exact same reason Joe said, I went not with one of you all. I went with my son. You don't love us, and I think the strength of this film is that I was able to watch it, and it meant stuff to me. He was able to watch it, and it meant stuff to him. I was wondering if you're going to bring but this. Up. It was not the same, but it was the same. Uh, TMNT Mutant Mayhem. Yeah, it would. Oh, it. I thought you were going to go a different way. No, Mutant Mayhem is the one I came back from, and I told you both. It's like, oh my god, I'm getting so old. I don't like movies anymore. And then I watched it. And I was like, oh no, it's not. I've just watched a bunch of shit, and there was a creative, fresh take on something I've seen four thousand times and enjoyed the hell out of. But I think it's really interesting because I love. I mean, I've read the actual comics, obviously, which more influenced the live, the first live action movie than mm-hmm. they did in some ways the cartoon. Obviously, I watched the cartoon growing up, but I will be honest. Being able to sit there and be like, I understand exactly where Splinter's coming from mm-hmm. in that role. I do too. I, I understand exactly where the turtles are saying, no, you've got to let us go. Yep. I understand there's not a character in there that I'm like, you know what? They don't make any sense. Even the villain, as weird as it is, you're like, no, he's not he was wrong. shit on. He was so shit on. Right? Yeah. And his dad was shit on. In that particular telling of this particular story. Yeah, and it was the entire thing of, so you're trying to protect what you love. That's Mm -hmm. all, every character in that movie, if you boil it down to its most basic, every single character says, this means something to me, I have to protect it. Yeah. And they're all going about the best way they know how, but they're all doing it arguably wrong. Yep. And when they all start to realize that they've got to find some sort of middle ground, they all go with, and it shouldn't work. And I'll be honest, I'm going to go, let me once again, to borrow that phrase, 
Seth Rogen deserves some sort of award. I, I don't know if it's an Oscar. I don't know. But yeah. as a producer, he has given us TV shows like Preacher and and now Ninja Turtles and all. Uh, you the know, Boys. And, didn't, he do, didn't he have something to do with The Boys? Oh, Invincible. Invincible. Invincible, which is another one. Season one two came out this year. Uh, Eric, yeah. Eric Kripke was the oh, – sorry. I got confused. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, I mean, all of these – so his, his – Everybody thinks of him still as, you know, the stoner. Yeah, the stuff. But he has given me more joy in his roles that he's not or in in these these production roles and these producer roles. And he does voiceover work for Invincible, I know, occasionally. But give that man an award for something because quite frankly, sitting watching it with my son in the theater. Man, it was it's one of the best times I've had this year in in, in the theater because I haven't seen a lot that has made me go, oh yeah, this. I've seen a lot of stuff I liked, mm-hmm. but not oh yeah, this. So yeah, uh, anyway, yeah. There you go. So, all right, um, Chad, you or me? Uh, I'll just all right, go. He wants to rest the time. All right, yeah. So what? Know, so I'm I'm just going to list uh, the other movies that are on my list for 2023, and then just talk about one. Um. David Lynch is the killer. Okay, uh, so that's the one I want to talk about. As far as I don't know, I don't know still how I feel about it. Really, I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed it, but it was still nothing new, no. other than the kind of the way it's slightly done. So I don't know, and I still don't know that I like the end. It's 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 weird. Does that make sense to you? Like I, it's it yeah. confounds me. Yeah, no, <laughs> but, I, uh, and I think that's what he was. I kind of think that's what he was going for. He's in like, a well, lot of ways. Okay, so he went, and then he starts making mistakes towards the end. I want to go back and rewatch it because a lot of the mistakes should have led to his demise. Yeah, but like, there's certain things we were at the beginning of the movie. You don't look at the camera. Then, if you notice, Chad, about halfway, three quarters, and he looks at the camera. You know, there's just little things like that. that but he, I think that's was because he was becoming more and more a little unhinged, right? Uh, because he but was he wanting. To, Spoiler yeah. alert: He makes it. Yeah, and but at the end he twitches, and you know he may not be done yet, even though he swears he's done. Yeah, I I, I loved it. I really I love David Lynch as the killer. Um, and it's they, not David Lynch. Oh, I'm sorry, Brian Fincher, David Fincher, David Fincher. That's what you're looking for. Oh God, I'm sorry. Um, right. they clone Tyrone, which is one of my favorites of the year. Um, it's on Netflix. Jamie Foxx and uh oh my god David Boyega mm-hmm. um and they they they're they're African Americans who live in a ghetto and then they find out that there's weird science shit that there's the mm-hmm. government's against them and so it's it's amazing um I know Joe doesn't agree with this one at all but Clerks 3 I thought was the perfect end to a trilogy uh, I laughed and I got a little choked up yeah. um so I I really enjoyed that one um polite society uh uh warner brothers film about uh these two pakistani sisters um one's a teenager who's trying to become a stunt woman and the other one's just an artist who suddenly decides she's going to get married to this this man and and the teenage sister thinks something's up and it gets more and more bizarre and funnier as that goes on so highly recommend that one um knuckle girl uh is a is it I think it's a Japanese movie about a girl whose sister is abducted and she'll go through anything. She's also a boxer, 
but her sister's abducted and she goes through hell and high water to find her kind of in a Taken-esque type scenario. Um, and one that I'm currently watching that I, I didn't stumble upon till today, uh, Diagon, shoot, I'm going to pronounce it wrong, Diagon Desuke. Um, I'll look that up and if anybody hit, message me and I'll tell you what it is. It's a great movie about a guy, a, a hitman who's not happy with his gun uh, so he's trying to track down a gunsmith to fix it. And along the way, he becomes the protector of a little girl. Um, and finally, my favorite movie of the year was The Holdovers. Yeah, um, it's with, really good. With Paul Giamatti. Um, I really love that movie. It's, it's it, as Joe and I have talked about, it is a very, it is a formula for a movie that you have not seen, uh, that, that, that you've seen a million times. You know, step by step, what's going to happen. Um Joe, help me. The director. Oh, uh, what? Oh, Alexander Payne. Sorry. Alexander Payne. Um, but Alexander Payne's way of making movies may takes it to it another works. level. It, it works. I was happy to have an adult movie, and I like I said, I don't mean that in the oh my goodness, it wasn't important. It was just in a movie about adults, made for adults, and it was very nice to see. I yeah. enjoyed it in the theater. It it was great. I really enjoyed it. it. It was probably one of my favorite, if not my favorite movie this year. I've got one I want to talk about as soon as you're done. Yeah. And the last thing I'll say about the holdovers is, uh, and I said this on Good Movie Monday, Divine Joy Randolph is becoming one of my favorite actresses of all time. Um, everything she's in, she she plays a great ensemble character. Uh, her role in uh, Only Murders in the Building is phenomenal as the police detective. Uh, she's been in a couple other things, but this one is like her first. This is the first time where I've seen her do something that's that's different than what she's not commonly known for. She's a mother who has lost her son, um, who puts on a, a brave front, but you see how it impacts her throughout the movie. And, and Divine mm -hmm. does such an amazing job at at showing a a, the, uh, a grieving mother. So yeah. uh, the holdovers, guys, recommended if you didn't see it this year. I just have one more. Talk to Go. me. Talk to me is one of the best. I still got to see it. Talk to me is one of the yeah, best horror films made in the last few years. I need and to it's see not, it. It's not. There's no blood, James. You finally you watched it, right? No, I haven't got to see it. There's no blood, gentlemen. There is no uh, massacres, and it is creepy as hell. And yep. how they do it, it's not overly in. It's not the most inventive way. Just very well acted. Good storytelling. Slightly prescribed ending, but uh, talk to me. Um, I, I I was never, it was between that and the last voyage of the Demeter, which I desperately wanted to see. And talk to me started a few minutes before and so glad I did end up watching the last voyage of Demeter, which is not a terrible movie. Just okay. Talk to me. Fantastic. James, what TV? Uh, well, real quick, actually, y'all again, movies. Uh, to be honest, I talked about it on Good Movie Monday, but I guess I should talk about it on our show. I am the defender of of Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. That's what I was thought you were going to say earlier. Yeah, I no, was waiting for you. I I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I think so much because, as I said on Good Movie Monday, uh, in one way, but I may say it a different way here. I think it it is the evolution of that character that is logical that I I wanted to see and did not want to see. It is a tragic evolution in that he can't be the Indiana Jones that he was in Raiders of the Lost Ark or Temple of Doom. 
it is a logical evolution in that, and as I said on that show, it, it, the scene where, spoilers, but one of his former friends is killed, or not, for, he's former because he's been killed, mm-hmm. and they, they've made the escape, you know, you can imagine the fanfare playing, everything else would work out, but then, and the other characters start to celebrate, and he says, my friend just died. Yeah. And it's hit me so well because I think as you do get older, you do realize you have X amount of people in your life. And yes, you can meet new people at 70 and they can be your friends and they can become part of your family even. And all that stuff may be true, but you get to a point where you realize there's X amount of time to meet people. And those people that are with you early on that know that earlier version of you, when they're gone, they're gone. Mm-hmm. And so when that scene happened, I was like, yep, there it is. And and I think that's why it worked. It is a sequel in the truest sense of the world, word in that I honestly felt this is where Indiana Jones would be. James Mangold also gave us Logan. Mm-hmm. And this very much was Indiana Jones. Logan for Indiana Jones. This is a yeah. character that we knew, but we're going to have to face that, yeah, he's still Indiana Jones, but he also is realizing, I don't know how much more fuel I've got, and I know I don't have that many friends left. And it works because of that. The ending works because of that for me. Of course, he has this moment where he's like, well, maybe I shouldn't. Maybe this is where I should be. And that's why the movie works for me because it makes sense logically and emotionally. I wish they'd left him there. See, I don't. I mean, mean, because that also would not be, I think it works. Not that the character that, that won't leave him there is him. Mm -hmm. But if, if it was, let's say hypothetically, it was him and his father. He wouldn't have left his father there. He would have done, Dad, you're coming back. This is stupid. You're being stupid. And that's why it works. Yeah, because but in my Indy, heart of hearts. Indy almost went after the cup, though. Yeah, I know. And dad's the one that says, you got to Oh, come. I know. I know, but it's why it works. Because Indy will do it to himself. He wouldn't let someone else. Because okay. he tells, what's her name in Last Crusade? Let it go. But when it's him, he'll go, I've almost got it, right? Yeah, right. That's what my point is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He can contradict himself, he but he cannot let others do it. And that's why it worked for me. It was somebody else finally standing up to him going, no, nah, I'm not going to let you do it. All right. I'm not trying to rush this, but I know Chad's got a birthday party with lots <laughs> of ladies. So TV, guys. Yes. Uh, um, am I going? Yeah, you go. Um, I'm hopping off for once. Okay. So um, I loved a tv show on netflix called bodies have either one of you heard of that i have heard so much about it and i want to watch it but i haven't got to yet yeah uh so not to spoil too much but and i won't give anything away but bodies is about a dead body found by a police detective but it's the it's a body found by police detectives in four different time periods yeah that's i've heard i didn't Um, watch there's one in the late 1800s and there's one during world war two. There's one in the modern time. And then there's one in the future. They all find the same dead body and it works. And it works. It works wonderfully. And it's all about them leading their own investigations. And then 
Um, and then all these twists happen about where the body came from. Um, it, I don't want to give too much away other than I could not stop. I, I, I fell into the category of one of those people who just kept watching every episode after, 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 because on Netflix, they, you have that ability and I just loved it. So bodies is mine of my recommendations. I have three, I have three more, but I didn't know if you want me to go through each one of them or let you guys go. Well, let's go back and forth between you and James because I don't have a ton of TV. Okay. Uh, you want me to go then? Sure. Yeah, go. Man, it worked for me. I've got to be honest. Fall of the House of Usher. I loved it. It was, it just. I liked worked. it, but I kept thinking, damn, watch his face was originally in it. I know, I know, I'm the one. I know. I know. And at the same fun. time, I don't, I didn't care that Frank Langella was not in it. I could not see him and in that role. Bruce, Green, Bruce Greenwood sold it for me. But I think the reason I liked it too is because it was oh my god if you're if you love obscure Poe references, there's a bunch. I mean, there's there's a a bunch bunch. I didn't even get. There's some that are pretty direct, but there's a couple where I was even like oh, and even one or two I was like hold on I I've heard that let me let me Google real quick and I I read matter of fact I've read two Poe biographies this year. He's one man and I've read fifteen different biographies about him, but. And so there were a couple that even I was like, oh, that's 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 going deep to the well. Um, but it just worked. And I think the reason why it works so well, and and I have to give full credit for it. Um anytime that show got to where I'm like, oh, I was gonna hit a lull, gonna hit a lull, he gave it just enough of a twist and honestly. The person from that series, I think, should earn uh, an award. It's Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill. I agree. That's Mark Hamill's best live action, I'll be specific, live action performance in years. Because he does tend to overact another thing. Mark Hamill, that entire scene where he's given an option, and he goes, nope. I mean, he he, he he doesn't say nope. But he basically goes, I've lived the way I wanted to live. If it's my time, it's my time. If it's And it works out for him in the long yeah. run. It does. It does. I mean the the resolution Considering is, what happens to everyone else. Everyone else. And she has that look. Yep. But it I mean, oh, but at even the same time, e- even the evil Carla Gugino look. Oh. Even I agree. But even the like he is, and the character that he's based on, I was like, oh, that's, again, a great cut, great Poe reference. But it is, he is a slimy, duplicitous character that you love. I mean, I really cared for him because I'm like, no, he knows what he is. He is himself. And knowing the story that he's based on, it's that much more sympathetic. It makes him only more sympathetic because the illusions that they make even in the show of, well, was there cannibalism involved? Was there all this stuff? I'm like, oh, yep, there, there you go. That's a great reference. But at the same time, you're like, man, he's just seen a lot. And he's just doing what he has to do to make it. And if you get that reference, it makes him that much more sympathetic. And man, I just, like, anytime he was on screen, even when he is playing kind of the slimy, don't say a word. You say what I tell you to say. You're still like, yeah, man, just again, another person who understood the assignment. 
And I had so much fun with that series, even at its most bleak, where I was like, yeah, this is it, man. This is because I've always wanted to do a post story. And and mine, luckily, luckily, we're going in two very different directions that tried to merge all these different stories together. But uh, Mike Flanagan, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The way he did it and he, the fact that he did his fully modern. Yep. It works so well. And, and, you can see all these tragedies, but they're still somewhat justified. And it, I, I just loved it. It was, it's one of the few shows, even with my schedule and with everything else, where I didn't just watch one episode and quit. I, I couldn't stop. I, I, I didn't watch them all straight through because I had other stuff. But mm-hmm. I usually, if I started one, I had to watch at least two before I quit. Yeah. And so Fall of the House of Usher was it. Sorry, in the interest of time, I know Chad has to go. So, oh, sorry, sorry. Let's finish off our TV shows. Yeah, um, the Continental. I genuinely love the Continental. I never the, made it past the first episode. The first episode's hard. Uh, it got better, but uh, I talked with uh, I talked with Joe's wife about this last night. Um, you son of a th- bitch, you and every other man. Mm, um, the one thing I, I, I had a problem with is I really wanted it to be about the continental and the inhabitants within it, which is what I thought the plot was going to be. And it wasn't, uh, but the story, I really enjoyed the tale. It was a, it was a version of oceans 11. Um, but I, I genuinely liked it. Um, and then I'll just list my favorite, my two favorite shows of the year. Hold on. I yeah. want one. Okay. I genuinely love it's the best B show. It is replaced justified for me, Tulsa King. Oh, yeah. oh god, yeah. I love yep. Tulsa King. It is it's on my list. It's by no means a genius thing, but I oh, enjoyed but... it. Oh my god, every time he's on screen, it's like this motherfucker's a movie star. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, and the star, entire this role, it's great that he's one of the producers and I don't know if you guys know about this, but the, he he had a lot of influence on changing that character to fit him. And if you yeah. watch the documentary, the movies that are really good by Sly are the ones that are to fit him, like Rocky and yeah. Rambo. Yeah. Right? He talks about Oscar and shits on it, which I love Oscar. He's like, but it's farce. He's making a Oscar. farce movie in the 90s. <laughs> yeah. But uh, that being said, Tulsa King, sorry. You guys, go back. No, no, it's fine, man. I'm, I, I, I forgot to put it on my list. Yeah, it's one of my favorites of this year. Um. My second, my, I'm a Virgo. Um, Boots Riley is one of my favorite creators. He made one of my, one of my favorite movies uh, in the past, the past decade of, I'm sorry to bother you. Um, And it's been a while. It was 2018 when that got released and he hasn't done anything since then, but he's, has been working on the show. I'm a Virgo for a long time. And it finally came out on prime and, it it was everything I could hope it would be, and Walter Goggins is amazing. Walton, Walton, sorry, Walton okay. Goggins is in it. Um, I genuinely loved. I'm a Virgo. James, so, James, uh, I'm gonna have to give credit to it. I know it's not as 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 uh, great as even I hoped it would be, but I did enjoy it. Muppets Mayhem has to give. I give God, I really loved it, and I hated that they're not gonna make a second season. I never got through yeah. the first episode. <laughs> Oh my God! It was amazing. I loved Did it. Did it get better? Yes, I never. I, I I thought it was hilarious. And so Muppets Mayhem, and I've got to give a little bit of credit. It shouldn't work. I shouldn't care. 
I've mentioned on this show before, so I'll just acknowledge it again. I think it's just because he reminds me so much of his dad, of my dad, and I'm so glad to see him playing the character again. Yeah. That 90s show is a basic sitcom that basically said, let's take the gestalt of that 70s show and move it to the 90s. It hits the same points of, oh, look how much things are different now, yet they're still the same. Parenting is still the same, just with new technology. But um, Red Foreman, played by Kurtwood Smith, mm-hmm. I dude, I that character, put him in the '90s, put him in the 2000s, make him play him at 180, and put him in 2020 or 2046. I don't care. The show itself isn't great. Uh, is it Deborah Jo Rupp playing Kitty and Kurtwood Smith playing yeah. Red Foreman? Make that show work. It's not. It's not Shakespeare, but I, I just love those two uh, characters bouncing off of each other, and so that would be my other one. There's a lot of second season stuff that I love, but they didn't come out. They didn't originate this year, so I won't belabor uh, a, a dead horse. Other than to say, season three of Dead Horses wrapped up this week, and if you haven't been watching Dead Horses, man, you're missing out on the ride. Gary Oldman playing a cranky old failed spy. Yeah. God, I love that show. You're, you're, I read another article about it earlier today. Somebody was talking yeah. about how much the no horses. Yeah. Low horses, great. All right. So, Chad, what uh, else you got? So, my favorite show of the year, um, and I'm surprised Joe didn't jump on this one. Uh, my favorite show of the year was uh, Twisted Metal. I, I like, no, no, no. It was fun. It's a, such a low budget version of that game that makes no sense anyway. And it should yeah, right. work, but it makes, it's, it's a lot of fun. You're absolutely oh, right. Yeah, it was fun. Not, yeah, I didn't I, like it as much as Tulsa King, but yeah, it's a lot of fun. That's oh, no, one I, I didn't, I didn't like get, that's the one yeah. I didn't get bored with. Yeah, it did get bored. I really enjoyed the story. Yeah. Uh, the characters in it are absolutely insane. Anthony Mackie's really funny in it. Anthony Mack, yeah. Yeah. He's great. Um, the, the, and finally, the one thing I wanted to mention, um, and this kind of irritated me, uh, Loki uh, season two is getting ama- like amazing reviews for how it ended the series. I could care less. It actually, I was bored. And I was too and thought it was convoluted and everybody was telling me that I'm an asshole at work. Yeah, I, 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 I haven't seen it yet because I wanted to wait till everything was done. So I'll go well, yeah. and watch it. Joe, James Washington, tell us that me and Joe are wrong. I just could care less. But there were two shows that ended this year that had amazing finales. And I just want to talk about those real quickly. Uh, uh, the, the other two boneheads do not agree with me that uh, in my love of Doom Patrol, I absolutely love every aspect of Doom Patrol. Um, it has been four years of, of pure enjoyment. Uh, and the way that they wrapped up the show I actually cried a little bit uh, in terms of how they wrapped it up. It was it was a great ending. Um, I think I just need to finish it. I've never do. I've never even finished the first season, Chad. Yeah, you I, should. I ran out the of first time. the first watch. season. The first season is a bit of a lull, but it picks up towards the end, and then every season after that is it gets better. Um, and then finally, too, the other show that wrapped in the perfect way that could it just made everything. It just it just ended perfectly. Reservation Dogs. Taika Waititi's yeah. um, show on FX. Uh, it ended this year, and it only lasted well, three that was seasons. About two seasons? Three seasons. Oh, really? And it is a phenomenal show. If you all have never seen Reservation Talks, please go and watch it. Uh, in, in terms of not only is it an entertaining show, but 
uh, again, you can see what us, uh, what has been done to the Native American people in our country. Yeah. Um, it's it's a truly, it's it was an amazing show and it wrapped perfectly. And uh, I am about ready to finish Letterkenny as the last episode of season 12. And so far, the final season has been wonderful. So three straight shows that are ending, that ended in 2023 uh, that had amazing finishes that were 100 times better than Loki. Real, real quick, uh, gentlemen, um, what are some shows that came out this year that you haven't caught? Because this is a situation I'm in, because I didn't catch Loki because I was slow horsing it. Yeah. Uh, I, I didn't catch I, my, cause my time's limited, and I'm like, I'll put these off and I'll catch them later. Uh, anything that came out that you haven't got to catch this year? Because I've got I, two. I can't think of one. Shows, no. Movies, a ton. Oh, Tons. movies, a movies ton. A ton. I can do that. Uh, I have been told, and I've been told it's 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. I, I haven't checked that myself. I've been told I, I I shouldn't have slept on Secrets of the Mogwai. It's pretty good. I, it's a, good. It's, it does not deserve 100 It's pretty good. That's what I got my kid into Gremlins with, and then we moved on from there. Uh, that's how I sideswiped Baby Mama, uh, getting around her. And it's pretty good. It's just not as good as what I read every time. Okay. How's gotcha. that? It is re- it is better than it has any right to be for a prequel to Gremlins and explains so much. Except for the gizmo thing makes no sense, but that's a whole other story. You have to watch it. And I don't want to give anything away. It's really well made. It's really well done. It's not 100% of Rotten Tomatoes. It shouldn't See? be. So, okay, yeah. You both understand what I'm saying? Not... Yeah. Yeah. This one is not 100% on Rotten Tomatoes, but the cast behind it and the people behind it I, I make me want to see it. I've yet to catch The Consultant with Christoph Waltz. I haven't seen no, it. No, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen I've, it. I've been told that it's it's worth my time. He also directed some of the episodes along with Matt Shackman, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but one, by the way, I did catch that I, I enjoyed. I just haven't went any further on it. It's based on a book that I absolutely love. Apple has Silo, which is based on mm-hmm. wool. Wool, which you and, let me uh, read once. Yeah, yeah, Silo. And so the the... I watched the first three episodes before I came home to be with my family for the holidays, and I haven't been able to go back to it. I will eventually. Um, but it was it was building, which is what the book does. I'm hoping that it gets good, but I don't know if it's going to get a second season or not, but we'll see. So I want, wanted to mention those. But I haven't seen, so I'm glad you all have seen Secrets of the Mogwai, and it's not terrible. i have to check it out. It is, it's pretty good. I just don't think it's 100%. All right, so what so, movies... Do we miss that we'd like to see? I just watched Blue Beetle tonight, and I thought, man, yes, man, uh, yeah. So I'm not saying thought the same thing about the Flash. What What do you want to do? You want to do the worst thing you saw this year? Let's try to limit it. Yeah, let's do the worst thing we saw this year. I'll do one. Okay, go ahead. Fool's Paradise. Never saw it. Written, directed, starring Charlie Day. Um, it's kind of like his version of being there. Yeah. Uh and I didn't he didn't pull it off it in the slightest. I didn't think it was funny at all. And um Do love Charlie uh, Day though. I do love Charlie Day. And usually he's he's spot on, but this movie I I for it was supposed to be a straight comedy and I didn't laugh once. It was actually painful to get through. And uh um Ken Jong, is that mm-hmm. his name? Yeah. Uh he was annoying throughout the throughout the whole movie. I could mm-hmm. not stand him. Uh so yeah, Fool's Paradise was absolutely awful. James, 
right, I'm going to caution this by saying a n of this, this series has a huge amount of fans, and I did enjoy watching it with my son. But Fast X, Fast and the Furious 10, however you want to say it, that movie. Is it even a movie? Oh, it is. Uh, if you like, if you want to say, oh, there's a car. It's the like, only one that I enjoyed. Like when the DeLorean really? pulls up, yeah. when the new DeLorean, because they premiered the new DeLorean, it's in Fast and the Furious 10. And when it pulled up and went, oh, there it is. There it is. I, I was like, I, I, there, you got my money. I, I, I'm happy. Um, dude, it there's not there's a plot. It's about family. Uh, uh, but the only reason I liked it is Jason Momoa. Well, and that's the entire thing because that's actually, and I will give them that much credit. It is a shoestring plot, but honestly, what it does well. What is Jason Momoa mad about? They took away his family, his world. His his his. They took away what you know. Uh, Dom always prizes, and so his response you're, you're back giving is giving us way too much on this. I no, I have to say it because quite frankly, that's the only thing that makes this make any sense, and that's the only reason you're like, no, your actions are at all justified, sir. But I've got to admit, because I knew it was going to end on a cliffhanger. I'd been warned. There's about five times I'm like, oh, this is where it's going to cut. Oh, they're going over the bridge, or they're going over the side of a dam. It'll cut here. Nope, nope. Going to keep going. Going to keep going. Okay, they're being washed away by a flood. Maybe you don't. Nope, nope. And so I will give them that, dude. It doesn't make any sense. But if you're like my father was, and you're like, how many explosions can you fit yeah. in a film? That movie's for you, man. And I'll be honest, watching it with my son in a theater. Going with popcorn and soda because I knew what I was getting into. By the way, will we be there when the when it when the when the glorious fight finale happens and we find out what happens to the family? I'm sure we will because he loves those films. And if you know what you're going into, it's fine. But I'm I, I say it, and so it's not maybe it's not the worst. You're still going, but it doesn't reset the wheel. It doesn't make me think. It didn't. I had watched cars jump. Well, this sounds like you enjoyed it. Yeah. In well, fact, here's a, and here's the entire thing. Here's what I've realized, uh, gentlemen, and it's why I don't. It's why I don't have a lot of comments on on films this year. I, I I've stopped going to things I think I might not like. I just don't have the time. Uh, part of it's probably a little bit of depression. I'll just be blunt, but it it I just don't waste my time anymore. If it's if it looks like it's going to be really bad, I'm like, nope, I'm out. I just don't have the time. All right. God, there was nothing worse than fucking Exorcist Believer. I mean, there were other movies I watched this year that were terrible, that were awful, that you were know, probably some... worse. But that piece of shit is so damn boring and pointless. And poor Ellen fucking whatever her name is. Barkin. Burst, bark, Barkin. Barkin coming in to do. It's not Ellen Barkin, by the way. Burston. I know. I know. I just want to coming see in Barkin to do gets. the money just so she can get the money for her school. And it isn't even a real ski fucking school. <laughs> I well, get you know, it. I don't blame her, but she is so disinterested in that movie. Go watch her performance. You know what I thought was worse than Exorcist Believer, and I'm and you, Did you actually see Exorcist I, Believer. I saw it, but there's one that I actually hated more than Exorcist Believer, and I didn't like Exorcist Believer. It's but okay, one. Chad. It is pointless. Will you yeah. agree with me that it's yeah, pointless? It is, and there's another one that was pointless that you actually kind of said it was okay. 
The what? last voyage of the Demeter. I hate it. It was okay, but it is a huge letdown from when I, I it could have been. Yeah, I it was a I didn't see I didn't even think it was okay. I thought there's nothing to this. And then at the ending's a cop out. Okay, I got a question, oh, it's, Chad. It's totally a cop out. For a movie that's been been had been written and rewritten and about ready to be done by forty two directors and six thousand yeah. writers over the last twenty some years. No, so yeah. I didn't care for the Exorcist Believer, but I also really did I, I didn't care for the last voice of the meter at all. Okay, Chad. <laughs> Ren, okay. Yeah. So so yeah. Renfield over Demeter? Okay. I actually enjoyed Renfield. Yeah, barely. I thought so. I thought no. So. You know what? I don't even know if it's barely. Actually, I'm gonna put them both right there of I was really excited for both, and neither one of them were very good. Hmm. Renfield. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. It's if not Nick great. Cage is on screen. It's fine. And I have nothing against watching his face. He's actually a good actor, but it only works when Nick Cage is on screen. And that's actually a movie that doesn't have enough Nicolas Cage. Dracula should have been the main. Agreed. 100%. That movie does not work. The comedy does not work most of the time unless he's on screen. All right. Uh, what are we looking forward for 2024, gentlemen? I've got three. I you don't even go know ahead. what's coming. Ghostbusters. Go ahead and I'll go. Yeah. Well, well, number four is Ghostbusters. Um, I am, guys, I cannot tell you how excited I am uh, to see Far uh, Argyle. Matthew Vaughn's next film. Oh, yeah, because apparently the trailer is only the first 10 or 15 minutes of the movie. Which I've only seen half. I've seen, like, I didn't even watch the whole trailer because, again, I am trying not to watch trailers. Dad? He said in an interview, I want because he doesn't do a lot of interviews, and he did uh, that happy, sad, confused podcast. And yeah, he, no, no, I've already gotten shit about this, and I'm telling you, there is nothing in that trailer that doesn't happen in the first 10, 15 minutes. Well, ever. and again, I only watched about 30 seconds of the trailer, and I was looking forward to it before. And then 30 seconds, I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah, I gotta, I gotta see our group. Um, there's a, Th a movie from Thailand, which I think technically came out this year, but it's not getting released till here, till this year. Um, Mayhem. I am really looking forward to that. And then finally, I know this is going to be awful. I have no no doubts that it's going to be awful, but I am hoping that it's not. I've got to see the Toxic Avenger. I knew you were going to say the Toxic Avenger. I knew you were going to say it. <laughs> I, I'm, I, I, I've only seen Steels. So we still haven't got a trailer, right? I know. We still haven't got a trailer, and I, I just got to see this movie, even though I know uh, – I just know it's not going to be what I, what, what I hope it's going to be. So, yeah, the Toxic Avenger. Okay, guys, what else you got? And then we'll wrap it up. James, is there anything you're looking forward to? Oh, man. Uh, there's actually movie I've got a litany. Uh, no, not a litany, I would say, per se. But uh, I do want to see um, – oh, and I just blanked. Sorry. Ghostbusters, obviously. Yeah. It's the first one of the year that I will definitely have to catch in theaters. But the, I, 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 man, I, it may be bad. I hope it's not though, because Furiosa, I want yeah. it to be good. I yeah, want it to I'm be good. I'm with you on that one because I mean, Fury Road, watching and that in the cinema. George Miller with, yeah, Anna Taylor Joy, Chris Hemsworth. I'm yeah, but he said Furiosa, Chad. He's right because Fury Road was watching that in the big screen was a lot of fun. So I, 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 I hope I was just muted there. No, 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 but I'm glad that's where you get your cock. <laughs> um, Locally sourced cock, Chad. 
and I'll be honest, I know some people have been talking about uh, Thanksgiving and whatnot. I thought it was overrated. I don't care because as long as I, I don't want I don't want him to mess this up. If he messes this up, I don't care what else he does because you shouldn't be able to mess this up. Eli Roth adapting Borderlands. That's an over the top video game. And I'm like, yep, that may match. If he does if he can keep the humor I liked the, his the the house with the clocks. Clock, I loved it. I did, yeah. I agree. I agree. But and that's it. He normally uh, again I, I I've said it too much already this evening. He normally understands the assignment. Yeah, I, there, there's some changes between the books of House of the Clock and the Walls, but it keeps some of the flavor. But Borderlands is meant to be over the top chaos, blah blah blah. I mean, insane characters, and he's got Kate Blanchett, Kevin Hart, Jack Black, Jamie Lee Curtis. If he can keep that and keep it going and and capture the game, it will be perfect. Uh, okay. because because of my daughter Beetlejuice two, can't wait. Oh, for that forgot, one. forgot. Yeah, Beetlejuice two. Can't wait for that one. And then as the year goes on, uh, I definitely actually this one's going to be for me. It's going to be for me, and I don't. It shouldn't. It shouldn't work out. But I definitely have to see it. The Karate Kid, where they're going to have. Uh, um, there's going to be another one. Daniel LaRusso is going to meet Jackie Chan. They're combining the two universes. Oh. It yeah, shouldn't good. make sense, but quite frankly, I'm going to be there. And my final one, and I'll shut up because I know you're tired of hearing me. <laughs> well, no, he was just Chad pointed out 10 minutes earlier we had to wrap. Well, I'm shocked none, none of y'all mentioned this one because I figured it would be a number well, one on your list. Man, it's going to be December, and it's going to be the longest 11 months for me to get there. Nosferatu. I want to see. Yeah, I, I, yeah. Right. I want to see Nosferatu. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Eggers. Yeah, yeah. I, I, it, I, I like seeing the steals, but truthfully, the one thing I'm excited for, and even if it blows, I'm still excited for is Ghostbusters. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one I said. That's probably the first time I will go to the theater. If they get, if they get two thirds, three quarters as good as Afterlife, I'll be a happy yeah. camper. The only thing that worries me is the director does not have a great track record. So let's hope he made one good movie. <laughs> And a half a good, yeah, he made Monster House. Yeah, and oh, in yeah. all fairness, in all fairness, they've added Pat Oswald, so it's going to get a buy for me anyway. Right. Yeah. All right. Well, we hope you've had a good year. This has been Bonehead. I will see you all later. Grrrr. <sighs>